You're the first guest that I've had twice on here. In fact, you're like the second guest overall, but I've actually had you back and we're just going to talk casual and see where it goes. Yeah. Welcome back. Good to be back. Was it two days later? Two, days? Yeah, two or three days later. So we may release these at like separate times. Um, but yeah, this one's a bit more casual. I just thought we were going to sit here and have a chat anyway. Why not do it recorded? Yeah, might as well. And we were just talking. I had to bring this up on air. Or do you call it on air? That sounds a bit professional, doesn't yeah. it, for someone who... Are we on air? I don't know. Mm. We're on something. Sure. <laughs> By the sounds of it. Um, but, yeah. You know, when you start... Like I said it the other day, actually, about the podcast. Like, will I release it? And you feel like you're trying to be professional when you just... Yeah. You're just starting something up. It's just a hobby. Is that too much, what do you reckon? No, it's the right, the right word. It's, it's the, just that people interpret it as you being like yeah. superstar-y, but you're not. Yeah. I don't think you are. I think anyone can get away with that nowadays yeah. as well, trying to act like Instagram's that a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, it's the world we live in now. Everyone's trying to be the next thing. Seems to be the, um, the trend. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Actually, I wanted to talk about that today as well, like technology and stuff, and just how, how different technology technology is today and how far it's come because I think we're that generation aren't we what are we classed as like all these guys oh, saying millennials this, yeah, and all this, this stuff because there's a guy I used to work with and he was we used to call him a millennial and he was one of those guys that I like him but he and I'm not going to say his name um, he's from New Zealand <laughs> he's a school of diving instructor but, and, and he's a, based in Birmingham he's based okay. in London you might as well have said his name you've pretty um, much exposed him but I won't say his I won't say his name. But um he's one of those people that laughs like you'll tell a joke and he'll everyone else will laugh and he'll explain something that was a well technically in nineteen eighty four and like So is he the joke guys, teller or he spoils the jokes? He spoils the jokes. Uh, with technicalities. He explains them back to you and things and it's uh, but I, but I love him, you know, good lad. But um yeah, we we we're calling him a, a millennial and he was saying he's actually technically gen, I don't know what it is. X. I don't know, it's all Is it X? Red? What is it now? We need to find that out. And yeah. you know what? I haven't actually got the internet installed in this place yet. I've just obviously moved in here. And speaking of technology, I didn't realise it takes 10 to 12 days to get the internet set up <laughs> in this day and age. I thought just, and they don't even have to come in here anyway. They said to me, you don't need to be in. So what are they going to do then? But they're going to press a switch. I don't know why they couldn't have pressed it seven days before, but there you go. Um, oh, just dropped something. But there you go. Anyway, like, our generation, whatever it is, we've experienced, we've gone from the cassette players, the VHS, MSM Messenger, yeah. all the way through to mini discs. Remember the Sony mini discs? Yeah, yeah. So I remember being in school when I was younger and I went on eBay and not many people I mean it was known eBay was but as a kid not many people knew how to use it I don't know how I convinced my mum to let me use her card details and I ordered an mp3 player from China it came like it came a week later I, was, I was, didn't know what PayPal was I convinced my mum it was safe I read up the terms and conditions and everything but you know like I don't know why she was trusting me then and it worked out it was a legit site but obviously back then you didn't have like review sites like is ebay a scam yeah, and all that like google wouldn't have known it was ask jeeves jeeves ask was the jeeves top dog the back then thing, weren't it? i remember that in school ask jeeves yeah and to be yeah. fair you could ask him a few things he couldn't answer them all he'd just give you like stuff that was 
Yeah, pretty generic. Very, very basic. Like, what's the capital of like Nigeria and stuff? Yeah, like he knew that. The, like, yeah, he knew a few facts. I suppose it was still a breakthrough thing for us, but yeah. um, you had to wait for the answer anyway. You could probably go to Nigeria and find out yourself by the time he comes back and the dial-up loader. But yeah, I got a MP3 player and I must have bought it for thirty quid, and everyone was buying like two hundred pound Sony discs. My mate Baker, he got like a Sony mini disc and was everyone was loving it 200 pound back then probably the equivalent to like nearly double that now isn't yeah, it back okay. then yeah and i'll come in with this 30 pound thing with all the display that goes across with the title everyone couldn't believe it and then um a few months later argus and everyone was buying them for like 20 pound and mini discs just went obsolete like they weren't they didn't last long the only time they use now is when my dad can't because he's got an ipod and he can't work out sometimes how to do the update and he won't let him use and he goes back to a mini disc. Just like, fuck this, I'm going to get the lawnmower out and put my, my old CD player on. <laughs> How old's the lawnmower? Is that at God least new? petrol. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes so, back to a mini disc in this day and age. Sometimes, yeah, if you can't... And it works. Like, it, uh, yeah. That's hilarious. No, it's not... Was it a mini, like, the little CD player carrier thing that you... Yeah, well, you had, like, the CD player, the Walkman, and then yeah. the mini discs were, like... They were uh, trying to take over the... It's the proper CD size. Oh, uh, it's a CD. It's like one of them things, yeah. Yeah, well, the mini disc was, I think it was another case of Sony or whoever it was trying to take over that market where yeah. you only can get these mini discs. And thankfully, it didn't work. Everyone instead was just throwing on the songs. Like, it was like a memory stick, weren't it? The MP3, but mm. it's so easy to do. Yeah. In comparison to the mini disc, they were charging, what do they say, through their teeth? Is that what they say? Through, through their teeth. teeth. Through the old needle. No, it's not that, is it? No, that's not that. <laughs> that's, that's having a shit, not with diarrhoea. <laughs> Through the old needle. Um, but, um, yeah. What do you think the next thing is going to be? Because, like, obviously, back then, it was, like you say, Sony corner in the market with who else? Yeah, well... Nokia. I, that yeah, was it, really, weren't it? And then you got Apple and Samsung that came along and knocked them off their pedestal. What's next? Is there something that Apple and Samsung aren't going to see coming that's just going to take over, do you reckon? I don't know, but like we see examples of what happened with the mini-disc there, and Apple have been doing that since back then as well. Like, I can't remember what they first did, but they've been known and for, like, for instance, taking the CD from the laptop and the MacBook. Yeah. And they know, and you're like, but I need to be able to put the CD disc somewhere. And they're like, well, you don't. Yeah. And then five years down the line, you're like, oh, well, we don't need CDs anymore. The latest thing that they've done on this, I've got a new MacBook Pro. And if you have a look here, look, it's got like the USB-C. It's like the mini USB. And that's all they've got. So you pay 70 quid now just to get 70 pound if there's anyone listening, not yeah. from England. But... Um, just to be able to adapt to anything else. You can't plug in their HDMI directly or anything. So Apple have got a habit of just taking over a market and, mm. and going on their terms and then charging for the eye of a needle, as you say. <laughs> Through the eye of a needle. But um, talking to CD-ROMs and stuff, when I did my, so like, was it last year, 2018, I did my... Um, when I was obviously from the last podcast, you'd be listening on the diver and stuff, and did my staff instructor course, and I got uh, paid for all the materials and stuff like that, and um, I got a CD ROM. They said, Do you want a paper copy or the digital copy? So I'm like, I'll get a digital copy, it'll be a PDF that they'll email to me, I'll save it, and they sent me a CD ROM. 
CD-ROM. So I've had to find somewhere with a CD-ROM. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Which is like, doesn't exist anymore. Which is weird. They you think there would be, but like this, the the thickness of this MacBook Pro now wouldn't even fit. Fit no. Uh, would hardly fit a CD, would it? No. Not a drive, anyway. A CD drive. It's weird. So if you had done the like Paddy for people who didn't listen to the other um, podcast, how would you explain Paddy to people in a quick? Um, it's the way the world learns to dive. There you go. That's, well, there you uh, go. So it's the main organisation, isn't yeah. it, that regulate it's it and give out course. the instructor. Courses, yeah. um, but if they were to give you that in paper, would that be like a big folder? Yeah. Like, so that's the problem, isn't it? Because yeah. when we just went to Thailand and Casey, obviously, and yeah, folders. she and that added weight to our luggage. And yeah, it must add like ten kilos of books. Yeah, like that book could be and a you, PDF. You don't want to throw it either, and then no. you've got the emergency response one. Yeah, but you, yeah. you don't want to throw these things just out. So yeah, it's. Uh, it's interesting and obviously you always get companies that are a little bit behind. Yeah. Technology always fascinates me. I'm a, I love technology, but there are certain aspects of it that, are, that drive me nuts. And yeah. now we've got this Instagram age and you see like, you know when you see these famous kids or these prospects or whether they're boxers or anything, can they, these kids put on like little captions and stuff. And they must be like no older than twelve. They've got no mm. real life experience, and they put like some lyrics from something, or you'd think they're lyrics, but they're just a caption. Yeah. Do you not find that weird? Yeah, it is weird. That's but that's the way we're going. Like people yeah. know how to snapshot that good picture. Yeah. And, put, and you know, I can't moan at it. I've got probably, I've got on my Instagram that it's like zero point zero zero one percent of my life because everyone's got this finger saying, "Oh, you only put the good things on." Yeah, well, that's but, what it is. Isn't it? Yeah. That's what it's for. Like, no one ever took photos of, like, my mum would never be showing me pictures and she'd be like, oh, that's when so-and-so died, that's me crying over yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> no one ever yeah, did you that. you the wedding pictures instead. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. It's always been the thing. Like, a photo is just known, but now we have to say it because I, sp- I suppose we get immersed into technology that much that it's hard to forget what's... Well, it's hard to remember what's reality, really. Yeah, exactly. I think it's merging. It's quite quickly that it's merging. Speaking of people not quite in reality, we talked a little bit about Crocs, and you know, you know, my thought on Crocs. My, I just came back from Thailand in Koh Tao. Yeah. The worst thing that happened to me out there, and I mean, we had some close, close calls on boats and all sorts. Um, I mean, it's a lovely place, but health and safety is not their sort of forte, is it? Nah, it's not. Not big. I mean, the, I mean, I, I know the the stringent laws to become a boat captain in Thailand from working for a dive centre for a while. What will um, you list them for? Yeah, you have to be at least over eighteen. And that's it. That's, that's <laughs> it. <yeah. laughs> and you Tick. go to the office, take a picture, and they'll stamp your little little card, and you're a boat captain. It's hilarious. But what I was gonna say is that the worst thing that happened to me there is I, I was on like a little moped. And I got overtaken by a guy on Crocs. And I just remember looking and going, oh, man, just been, someone's just overtaken me and he's wearing Crocs. And then I've came back now, and I'd say I've only been back a month. And the worst thing that's happened to me here is one of my closest mates, you, <laughs> you're saying to me now that, and I can tell by your face that, like, you know it's wrong, but you're going to get Crocs by the sounds of it. Well, it's, a, it's up in the air. Um... It's never up in the air. It's just that they look, I mean, I'm getting to an age now where I just, I've stopped caring yeah but you've got to and you, you lose in the world to live yeah i know but it, they're, they're practical <laughs> they're, they are practical and i'm not going to be i'm going to be on an island it's going to be 
minimum amount of people. I'm going to be sort of, no one's going to see me now. No, I wouldn't wear them around here. Yeah, I'd hope not. I, I just don't even want to see it's pictures. It's either that or the sliders. And I think I'm, I'm quite stubborn with things. And it's like, I won't wear sliders because I, I used to slag sliders off. <laughs> I was like, why are you walking around in there? And now, they'd, they'd benefit me. They'd be comfortable. Um, but I've just got that stubbornness that I don't want to buy some. So I was thinking about going for Crocs. I found out the hard way with these sliders. For me, sometimes I'm stubborn and it's it gets a bit ridiculous where it becomes something becomes mainstream. And if I didn't really catch on at the start, yeah. then maybe I'm just not catching on for the sake of it without realising that I'm doing that. Yeah. And I was the same with sliders. Like, oh God, everyone's jumping on the sliders hard. Yeah. For me, I remember my granddad making them cool back in the 80s and he's wore them since. So he's like a, an official slider person. Mm. Not one of these jumping on a bandwagon. He is the slider bandwagon. He's yeah. the actual, he's letting people on. He well, wears it. white socks and um, sliders. That's they call them now. He just, yeah. I don't think he calls them sliders. Sandals and little flip flops. Sandals, or... flip flops. Yeah, he's been wearing them for a long time. So yeah. At least I haven't got that, I've gone that far. I haven't gone into the, you know, like the Jesus Creeper sandals. I haven't gone into that realm, the ones that strap Well, up you should have saw the ones I nearly bought in Penang, in Malaysia, the Little India um, yeah. area. I went to go, I went in the shop and oh, my feet were bleeding and stuff because I had the, what they call, fung. Is that, is that what they call That's it? what the fung Australians call it, they? Yeah. Flip-flops. That go in between your toes, basically. Yeah. And whew, I'll tell you what, they... My feet were bleeding and stuff, and I was thinking, I'm actually going to have to jump on this sliders bandwagon, but um, I didn't in the end. I think I can't remember what I found, but yeah, I can understand it a little bit more. But the crux, I'm, I don't think I can get on board with those things. Nah, I mean, we'll see what happens. It's up in the air, but I'm, I'm edging more towards sliders now. It's just trying to get myself over that because it's all in my head. No one else knows I've got these sort of little they, things going on. They do now, you know. Oh, yeah, I suppose. It's like flat, I, didn't, I avoided the whole flowery t-shirt craze a couple of years ago. Everyone was, was that wearing flowery t Yeah, everyone was doing Did it. Did I wear one? I don't think so. I avoided it. I refused. Everyone was going to, going to what's it called? Foot Asylum and buying the flowery t-shirt with the red roses and this. Uh, so there's a whole... There's a whole no, like, I, I missed that. Everyone starts wearing it and it's... No, I avoided the whole thing. I'm not very good at fashion. Would you say you're good at fashion? Can you be good at I fashion? I think I know. I know. I see, I don't want to sound like a... Twat. But Too late. I think I can pick my way around. Uh, yeah, well, you know. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I don't want to be. You know, slouch, mate, when it comes to fashion. Yeah, but, but, I, you... but also, I like avoiding certain things. I like looking at certain things and saying, you know what? No, I'm not doing that. It's like when I went to I went to Vietnam rather than going to Thailand because I was like, you know what? No, everyone's doing that. But you got there in the end, so maybe so you're trying I mean. to be, it's you know, ahead of the curve, but you're behind it, aren't you? You're trying to like... be ahead of the curve with the flip flops. Now I want some sliders. You maybe yeah. next the next craze that comes in, just jump on it straight away. I might do. So something else I wanted to talk about as well. I've obviously I've gone from living in Kotao for nine months. Um, I was there with my girlfriend Katie, who she was learning to dive, and she's now a dive instructor, same as you're a dive instructor. Yeah. Um, and and you've spent a lot of time in Thailand, so something we've got in common. But since I've came back, I've moved into this place, and I'm in the middle of town, so it's quite a contrast from what I've been living yeah and well we've got a concierge I wanted to talk about this because there's a bit of social awkwardness going on to me concierge is just too French anyway it sounds too French we like doing that don't we 
Yeah, we like to make we things like French. Yeah. Only, only certain things, like cheeses and stuff. And yes, so lots of things that are meant to be sort of fancy. And yeah. We like to put a French word in it. Yeah, like, uh, oh, we've got somebody um, who will give you yeah. your mail, so he's a concierge. Yeah. But, you know, all this French. Yeah. I mean, actually, there's a French guy in Thailand who, uh, <laughs> he kept saying about David Beckham. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> Because he said he stopped at his place. He was going, David is a shit boy. <laughs> Just, like, constantly. Yeah. He was, he fucking didn't miss a chance to tell us how shit David Beckham was. And uh, he loved posh spas, but anyway, I've uh, I've gone off on one a little bit there. But this concierge is a nice guy. I like him. But what do you do? What do you do? Do would you greet him every time you go past him? Because I'm in and out all day. I work for myself. I'll go and work at a coffee place. I'll come back and work. I'll go and train at the gym. I'll come back and shower. I'll go back out. And now I've got someone knowing my whereabouts in in a way. I guess he knows I'm in and out. One of those things, like I always think, I can't see how it is from movies. Like yeah, Will Smith has one in, 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 was it Bad Boys 1? I think Will Smith has one. And Bad Boys like, 1, he wasn't really there though, was he? I would don't it, know. Would, had he made it by then? Does it mean you've made it if you've got a concierge? In Do America it does. Oh yeah. I think you've made it. I must have made it. I think you have, to be fair. You've got to get to know him, haven't you? It seems like think... a nice guy, but the problem is, I said to, so I said to Kieran, I said to him, do I have to say hello to him every time I pass? Oh. And he went, mm. he said, it's just a word. And I thought, yeah, actually, he's right. It's just one word, but one. He said, and then he followed up by saying, just see what he's doing. He might be busy. And I said, well, straight away, like, it's not one word, is it? Yeah. I've got to use a lot of energy. When, to see what he's doing. To see what he's doing and then suss out the situation and then say, okay, do I say hello? Do I say all right? Have you ever got that whole social awkwardness when you see someone you know? Yeah. And my greeting is all right. It just means That's hello. Mine, yeah. I'm probably trying to be cool. I don't know what I'm trying to do. I'm not a cool guy. We yeah. know that. I say all right, and they don't say anything. And then you pass them, and then they say, yeah, thank you. How are you? Turning their neck around. Do you yeah, get that? And then you chat. shout, and you're ah, oh, I hate that. I'm, it can be like I had a, it yesterday. Where? Chelsea Wood. Outside... Um, Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you telling us the details of that? <laughs> well, you might as well explain for American yeah. listeners exactly where you were. Greg's is the ghetto out um, in the ghetto <laughs> outside, like um, a sausage roll place. Yeah, carry if on. You, those who don't know what a sausage roll is, Google it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's one thing I do crave when I'm away. Google a Greg's, a Greg's sausage oh. roll. No, you have Google. <laughs> Helps me book all my stuff, but. Um, <laughs> What was I saying? I had to stop and chat, so I saw a guy, Mark. Um, don't from, say his last name on here. I won't. I don't know the, you know. Anyway, but he's, he's all right. He's not under witness protection. <laughs> but what I was going to say is, he, um, well, I like him. You know, I, I worked with him. One of those characters that, you know, you just sort of, you always remember just for, you know, being a character and, yeah, it was a building job and it was, yeah, it was fun times. And I saw him and there was that moment of, we both said hello, how are you doing? But we'd said it before we really went past each other, so there was still an opportunity to stop. So both of us sort of slowed down and went to stop. And then both did like some weird little slide as if we were going to carry on walking. And we ended up stopping and having a conversation. But it's just, yeah, I do get that weird awkwardness. And Yeah, I think everyone gets it. But, well, I say everyone, I bet you've got someone in mind who I have who... Who doesn't seem to have it that often? Yeah, so, and I'll, I'll model myself on that now. So, so our friend Anthony, who 
should, before I put this one, actually be on the podcast. Yeah. There should be an episode, so go and have a look for that one as well. But he's the master of being like, okay, you will even say it if he has to, no stop and chat or he's got to go or whatever. Yeah. And he, he doesn't really care, does he, if it no. comes across however it comes across, which is a, which is a good trait. So you try and incorporate that now into I'm trying your to, yeah, because I used to be the guy that stopped. I used to be the guy that stopped people in the street. Like people saying, do you want to sign up to give £10 a month oh, to like no. starving donkeys in like... <laughs> I said, oh no, like it's really bad. Yeah. It's good that you stop, but if you, <laughs> what people need to understand is if you're going around the city centre here and you're stopping for every one of these donkey you'll be, things, you'll that you, be there all day. Uh, donkey sanctuary yeah. stuff, then you're going to be stopping everywhere, every five yeah. minutes. I suppose you have to choose a favourite one that you can afford to donate. Yeah, I'd never donate. I'd just stop. To be like, okay, let me finish. You're making film. yourself sound worse. You yeah, stop at each one. To well, it. I didn't know what to say. I was trying to be nice, but really I was being... It's a detriment to them because they could pull, they could pull someone else over that might want to donate and I might be taking up the time. So, <laughs> so not only know, are you not I'm donating, you're stopping people. Well, I used to be that guy and it wasn't that I was trying to be like that. I was trying to be nice. But I've tried to incorporate this... Because there's too much niceness going on. Everyone's being nice to each other and it can't continue. It needs. We need a bit of... Well, it can, but only to... No, it can't. It needs to stop. So if, if you're out there now and anyone who's listening to this yeah. who does the whole stop and chat, I think this is again going to use a bit of energy, but it's worth it because it might stop you a real long stop and chat. Yeah. Let's just identify things. You spot someone who you see, who you know. Yeah. How well do you know them? If, you, if, you, if you've not been, you know, good friends or if you haven't spoken for a long time, you've got to just carry on walking. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole school thing, isn't yeah. that? The whole, like... Yeah, school people. Like, people don't, from school. What, what's your thoughts on that? Should they Depends who it? they are from school and depends what our relationship was in school because we are growing up now, but I'm not going to stop and talk. If I didn't talk to you in school for more than... If I didn't hang out with you, I'm not going to have a stop and chat with you. I'll do the whole... Yeah, you right. have to have been friends in school. Yeah. Don't You can't just be from, from the, the same, same school, school. and recognise me yeah. and be on Facebook because I've got a lot of people on Facebook that, to be honest, they wouldn't even get the eyebrow raise, a lot of them. Really? Yeah. That's bad. I'd delete them then. I'll, I've, I've not got many people on Facebook now, but um, yeah, sad times. You just collected them over the years. Yeah, and then you suddenly... Do you ever have that thing where you think of people from like years ago and then you're like, nah, they didn't exist. It feels like they didn't exist. You just can't even imagine them being... It's just weird. And you just get that flashback yeah. of someone, someone's name. Like, I don't know a few names I could throw at you now. You just think to yourself, what Sarah I mean? Wall. Remember Sarah Wall? Yeah, I do. Can I say names on here? Is it you, like you'll a... tell me not to, but... <laughs> well, like you said, she's not in witness protection or anything. Yeah. I don't know how the legal... If anyone's listening to this at all, um, and you know stuff about podcasts and the legal jargon, let me know if I'm allowed to say full names. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? What were you So Yeah, I do remember, yeah. Yeah, there's loads of people, but like I said, some of these people wouldn't even be getting a, an eyebrow raise. It's not because I don't like you, it's because I haven't got time. I've got stuff going on. Yeah, it's uh, it can become a nightmare. Well, all this reminds me of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which we have probably modelled a lot of this on without meaning to, but he's just... It's basically... Is it a sitcom? Do you class those as a sitcom? Sitcom, yeah, but it's not... Isn't a sitcom like all in one sort of setting yeah maybe isn't it? I don't know if that's a technical thing I learned that in year 9 I think 
But either way, it's a Drama. series with Larry David in, and he talks. He kind of touches on a lot of social awkwardness. And I had a bit of a situation that reminded me of it on a plane. Have you ever sat on the part of the plane where they ask that you'll have to be assistants if there's a crash, or you let yeah. people that? Who is really sitting there and thinking? Oh, because I don't know if I could do that. How do you know? You can have a go, Grinty, yeah, but like all, the, like no one can be holding you to blame. This is what I don't like. Well, they don't get you to sign anything. Fe- no, it feels a bit pressurised, doesn't it? When you yeah, well, they don't. They say you can ask to move, but you don't want to stand up and yeah, show everyone gonna, you're a coward. I'd rather risk it crashing than moving from that seat. <laughs> yeah. Even if I wasn't willing to help, I wouldn't be that stupid to say I'd like to move because I'm not willing to help. Yeah, you'd be like, well, it's not going to crash, is it? So I'm sitting there. And if it does crash, yeah. I'll just panic, and then if, someone else will do it. Exactly. If if you get up and move, then people, everybody on the plane knows you're yeah, a coward. Exactly. If you wait for it to crash, probably yeah. not everyone's going to live anyway. So there's only going to be you've already won because there's only a few people who will know you're a coward. Yeah. Just take the chance. <laughs> take the chance. But so what is that? To be fair, it didn't seem very official because the people on our aisle were asleep. A few of them. I was yeah. the only one, so I was thinking, oh, nice one. So I'm the only person in this row here that now. Is being at, I'm the only person who knows. Were you closest to the door? I was closest to the door, but people on the... Is it just me? Or was the whole row... Are we a team? Well, if you're asleep, that means you have to stay awake for the whole flight. Oh, you're I did, because I take duty. it very serious. You're on duty for the whole flight. What's it called in case like people are listening and they don't know what we're talking about? It's the emergency exit. It's just an emergency exit that whoever's on that row has to let people down the slide, or yeah, whatever it is. depends where you land. Mm-hmm. Don't inflate your jacket till you get to the bottom, they say. Yeah, and always yeah. do your own mask before First. someone else's. Yeah. Which I've used as a good analogy on life. Yeah. Because always, you know the whole, you can't fill a cup with an empty jug? What? <laughs> you can't fill a cup with an empty jug. <laughs> Basically, look after yourself first, and that's what I've always used that thing on the plane as the analogy. Yeah. Which I'm hearing everybody talk about now. Like everyone, do you ever think like you've started right? something and then... Someone else has said it. Yeah, I've got a lot of that. But you don't want to sort of say, I started that because people get... It gets a whole thing. Yeah, and it's back to that thing, people think you're a bit sort of trying to be... I don't care. I, I would say that I started it. And then yeah. you can't nowadays, though. Before you could, you'd say, I was the first to do this. And you you genuinely thought you were. But then now you look on Google and you'll think, oh, I've got a good idea. I've got a niche. Yeah. I type this in, in Google and... Once I realised no one's got it, but everyone's been asking for it. And then you type it in and they've got... Someone's done it all over the place. Mm. It's a nightmare. So I'm running out of green tea. Yeah, I don't know if you are. I don't. I feel oh, like right. we should have a quick break. Yeah. And uh, we'll get back to it. We'll just continue this episode. Yeah, let's right. go. We'll see you... Well, see you, you guys who are listening, we'll see you in like five seconds. And we're back for the second part. I say we're back, but people who are listening, it'll just be like two, yeah. three seconds. I had a sip of my tea. Yeah, so we're back with a, a hot cup of tea. How things have changed. I'm 30 now, you're 30 this year. Yeah. What would we have been doing? Imagine if I lived here 12 years ago, because it's just a quick walk down to... Imagine that, Broad Street's there. Yeah, nightclubs all down that road. Yeah. Do you, what, like everyone calls it clubbing. I used to find yeah. that embarrassing. My mum would always call it clubbing. 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 Yeah, clubbing. yeah, and I never used to like calling it clubbing. Yeah, no, mate. It's sort of, I think that was a 90s thing. Yeah. What were, What was it for us? Going to... Going to bars. Bars, the club. Yeah. Going out. You, I never used to say it. Everyone's like, what do you usually say? I'm like, I usually don't say that. I usually say I'm going out. That's all it is, yeah. Yeah. 
Did you say where I was going? But how things have changed, we're sitting here recording ourselves yeah, and drinking a green tea. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It is, because I've got no desire to go back to a club. No, no, me. I've got no desire whatsoever. I've done it. I prefer to learn than to go out and waste time. And, yeah, we're sitting here recording this now, but we are learning as we go. Yeah. And I, actually, I'm finding out how podcasting is a bit of an art, as stupid as that sounds, yeah. a bit weird, but you have to... It's weird. You don't realise that sometimes in a normal conversation, you just say stuff for the sake of saying it. And you can't... You've got to try not to do that on a yeah. podcast. You have to explain yourself clearly, even though with our accents, that's probably not working. Yeah. And then... I noticed when I interviewed Gaz Lydon on the first episode that I did, he would say, he would give me quite a lot of information to take at once, and it was I found all of it interesting, and I'd want to run with it like five different ways, and I'd have to just choose one in that time. Yeah. It's a very weird thing, podcasting. It's so accessible now, isn't it, for everyone? Yes, I mean, you do it off your phone, can't you? Yeah, well, I'm recording off my phone. I, I originally had all the microphones and everything yeah. and it was just a, a nightmare to set up and I thought you know what whilst I'm just trying to get used to it I'll use my phone yeah and everyone accesses it from their phone I love podcasts I know you do as well you can just you wouldn't have thought that sound like that would be the future would you you'd think it'd be more visual yeah but it's it's good for it I use it everywhere it's brilliant for flights because you just end up picking three podcasts that, I mean they usually last about two hours each don't they yeah if you go to like the main podcasts there's so much information in this day and age that you can get hold of and it's great that we've got so many podcasts to, to learn about because you can learn from anyone as well so just as someone else's perspective and we've got that even I don't even like learning sometimes yeah it can be nice sometimes to sometimes I just want to listen to Joey Diaz or but you probably do learn. I, there's ones that I listen to for fun. Yeah. And it's the same as we we might sit and talk here with or without it recording. Yeah. But we may learn something and not realise. We're not necessarily sitting down saying, okay, I'm going to give you a lesson on this. Yeah. It just happens. And I've learned a lot from like, because there's a lot of comedians now doing podcasts. Yeah. And I started thinking, why are comedians doing podcasts? But I've learned so many things about like the realm that they're in. They're in a completely different community aren't they yeah, and the, yeah. what they have to go through so yeah there's some interesting perspectives out there I'll tell you what's great for what's that pro wrestling pro wrestling it's brilliant for professional wrestling what do you mean podcast because I get to listen to all the different like Chris Jericho's podcast and they've got podcasts we've got podcasts and it's all because the, the, I'm obviously a wrestling fan as soon as I said that people just burst out laughing because it's why everyone does well they've got it's a big sport yeah but yeah but I like the sort of backstage stuff of wrestling that's I'm, I follow certain Facebook people that talk about wrestling you know and they're like the stereotypical wrestling fan with the belly and the monster energy can and the beer is that you that you got the monster that's energy not me. no um, and the big packet of what's it's, that's like the they've got like stuff on the walls and stuff in their bedroom and they put all the information on there it's all like backstage stuff and stuff and I, I love well, all that stuff that's what we get to see now we have an insight into all whatever your niche is yours is pro wrestling I know that you like martial arts and MMA yeah which I do as well yeah and um, um, I'm into boxing and those are the things that I do the same thing for so now you get like backstage yeah. I've already seen you know a post-part interview with Anthony Joshua after his loss 
But then I go and watch one of him backstage. I don't know why. It's yeah. a but it's a different vibe from them as well. And it's a those hours difference between when they've had that interview is different. But yeah, it's great to see like get to see a different world. They, it's mad how it's all online. Online is all around us. Apart from here, because we ain't got no Wi-Fi. Apart from here. <laughs> it's kind of like eight days. <laughs> well, no, we've got it all around us, but it's just not mine to be able to log into. No, BT is sucking it all up. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, um, it's a it's a great like time to be alive, as you say. Is that your saying? It is, sometimes it's my saying. Sometimes I just wonder what the, what's going on. <laughs> I think, honest. no, no. A lot, of the time, a lot yeah. of the time you wonder what's going on. Yeah. And the other 10% of the time you say, your saying yeah. is, what the time to be alive. Sometimes I'm just... You know the time when I usually hear you say, what a time to be alive? When you remember that you've got like snacks or treats yeah, or something so I've that you've got that door decker ice cream in the freezer. Yeah, and then you usually remember, and then I see you say to yourself, "What a time to be alive." Yeah, that's when it is <laughs> when I've got snacks. And then the other times you moan about stuff. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, I'll enjoy that. You enjoy it's a moan. Not like I'm being negative. It's it's just that it's good. It's an English thing. I enjoy it. It might even be a Birmingham thing a bit, you know, as well, because I get called miserable when I'm when I'm abroad, and I'm just. I'm not miserable, I just don't need to be smiling all the time. I can just chill, just relax. Yeah, but you do, you've got, what it is, is you've got like a type of humour that is why it's suited to watching things like, um, in the past it was Ricky Gervais, now it's more like Larry David. Yeah, and went off Ricky Gervais. Yeah, same. But it's that kind of, you, you know what I mean, it's that type of humour where you point little things out mm. and, yeah, just have a little moan. It's dangerous though, because if I watch those sort of things too much... I end up doing it too much. You end up becoming I part of your up, persona. Yeah. Like if I watch too, like I've, whenever I've watched Curb and I've watched it two, three times, whenever I watch it, I notice that when I'm in social situations then I end up being a bit more of an arsehole with things. Just I noticed a lot of situations arise where I thought, oh, that would be a good Curb Your Enthusiasm clip or there'd be one and I think that is actually yeah. a clip on there. You tend to get that. It's genius. Yeah. If anyone hasn't watched it, have a look for it. I love Larry David. He's, he's hilarious. But, um, yeah. It's a weird one to try and get into, you but once you do... It for, give it five, six episodes, and then you'll get into the pattern of it, and then you can plain sailing from there. What's your favourite series? Oh. <laughs> you sound like... You sound upset that I've it's asked that be, question. Yeah, because the thing is, I'm a... You know how hard it is to get me to watch these things. Yeah, I do. But um, for me, Curb. What else have we watched? We sound like an old married. <laughs> we sound like an old married couple on here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know how hard it is to make you watch series, and yeah. then you're asking me what you've watched. Well, just for the record, everyone, we're not married, but um, but there was a long period of time, a good three, four, five years, where it was pretty much that, wasn't it? What, us being married? Yeah, we were always <laughs> around yours every night watching Curb. All right, you're not, no, we were clubbing as well. Tell them we were clubbing. We must have done something. Yeah. We probably weren't clubbing. We were um, yeah, well, you were single for a long time. Yeah. How long was you single for? God knows. Um, I almost matched it, though, didn't I, for a while? What, pretty much eight years. Eight years? Pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's a good thing, isn't it, to have that time... In eight years, that's yeah, a lot. Of... I was nineteen, and then I was twenty-seven. 
Oh, shit. Well, I think it's a good thing to have that time on your own. Not that you're necessarily just because you're single, you're, you know, on your own, if yeah. you want to call it that. But it's like a good thing to have you, that time to yourself as well, yeah. isn't it? Not just to watch series, but to do other stuff. Because don't even get me started on series and relationships. That's a, a huge... It's a nightmare. It's a thing, isn't it? It's a nightmare. It's, it's a contract. Yeah. So if I say... I'm going to watch something, and I've heard stories about this stuff, but if I say I'm going to watch, because we're, we're watching Sopranos, me and Katie, at the minute, I can't watch Sopranos now without her, but I'm okay because I've watched Sopranos before. Yeah. But if this was something now that I was really into, which has happened in the past, and I haven't watched it, I'm, I've got some stamina when it comes to series. I, I can have a break from them and, and do other things, watch my podcasts and all that. But if I'm committing to it, I want to be regularly watching it. And if they don't, then what do you do? Yeah, I mean, Jasmine's one of these. She falls asleep. That's the it's thing. That's the thing. I have to rewatch episodes. Oh. It takes me to, to watch six episodes, I have to watch it. I have to watch one and a half. It ruins the momentum. The first half, forget the second half. So I'll have to go back and watch the second half of the previous one and then the full next one. So it takes me long. And then they fall to sleep. At that one, yeah. because you've had to go so back and watch the, the one half. before. So you're basically watching half an episode each. So just as we were starting that conversation about that, I mentioned I've heard some stuff, which must have sounded weird then, but what I've heard is relationships where that's happened and then someone, and tell me your view on this, they've stayed up and they've sneaked on the episode. Uh, so this was a girl at work who mentioned this. Yeah. And what had happened is... She opened one eye, she was like, looked around, they'd been watching Breaking Bad, and it got to like a really interesting part, but she was falling to sleep, and then she just opened one eye, and she was like, she said, I thought I could hear something, but didn't, he, he must have had the headphones in, and he was watching Breaking Bad, and she, she was like, sounding like she, I don't know, she was fuming, but she said, that's it now, neither of us are watching Breaking Bad, and she can be like that, and she just said, that was it, what's your take on that? Can't do that the way around, can you? She Which can one? do it to him, but he can't do it to her. So you're saying he it's uh, inequality of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an inequality thing. Yeah. They're in charge. Is that what you... Yeah, they're in charge. Really? And if they want to fall asleep, they'll fall asleep and you'll have to do it again. But if, if you were falling asleep, you can guarantee that there'll be no rewinding. Well, we That's could start saying. a group for men if you want, and it could be, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we need to start one up just overall, just in terms of the whole series contract that people end up signing. It's a verbal contract where you're, with, you're, you're in a couple and you say you're going to watch something and then you're stuck it. in there. Yeah, but then again, I don't want to sign that either. Because sometimes I say, oh, well, I'll let you pick a film tonight. Yeah. And then I never do. What Not do you mean? Not that I'm trying to... It's what? just that... Who picks a film? Jasmine picks some bad films. And then you're stuck in the contract and you have to sit and watch yeah. it. Films are different. Do you I'm want... into films either. You have to be so. All right, let me get into this. There's when you start talking series and films with me, it's a whole rule. There's rules to it, but you can trust me. Have I ever recommended a bad film or series to no. you? You use all the apps and stuff, don't you? I use. There's a whole system. It's not to do with all just apps. apps. It's the, the whole system. IMDb. Everybody knows IMDb. Yeah. It's no secret. But then, so if you've got a series, it's got to be seven plus. You, if you're going below that then you must have a friend or something in the film because you don't yeah. watch them otherwise. If the film... the So films are a little bit more tricky 
Seven plus, maybe even more than that. Yeah. But, you know, you might be wanting to watch like a stupid film. If you if you want, you know, these old stoner films that people used to watch yeah. back in the day when we were younger. If you you can't expect that to be, you know, higher than a four or five because they're just stupid films. Um and then if you've got one with like where it's number two of something you liked or there's an actor in there that you like or it's a certain theme. They're all exceptions, so six point five for that. Okay, what about kids like kids that when you were a child, like free with it? Yeah, free well that's like an exception those. thing again. So any of the exceptions can be like around six point five and maybe even a little bit less. Depending. I think into animal films when I was a kid. Well you're just into animal things full stuff, yeah. aren't you? Not everything. Not everything, because that sounds a little bit... <laughs> what do they call it? Bestiality? Yeah, that's not good, is it? No, no I don't think so, no. <laughs> What's wrong with people? <laughs> What's wrong with oh, people? God. Do you think there's someone out there that's done every... Not, not like one what, person who's done everything, but there's somebody that's done... Hang on, how do you, how do you word like this? I can't for, get it are out. Are they looking for, like, are they collecting animals? Is it, or is it just one animal? Or are they like Pokemon? Like, I've done a cow now, I want to do a sheep. What, like having sex with like a sheep? Like That's what I'm trying to complete. Is that what they do? You're making it sound like a game of Pokemon. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, what is it to them? Well, they might just have a fetish for like one animal or something. They're obviously like mentally disturbed. Yeah. But what I was going to say, and I didn't know how to word it, is do you think there's someone who's done everything? No. How do you word it? I don't know. So anything you think of, like someone's ate a sock, like do you think someone out there's done that? Oh, do you think there's people? Do you think people have done everything? Yeah, basically, okay. there's somebody that's done some. Yeah, it's hard to like, word that. Really, you can think that. Of in your head someone's done it. Yeah. Okay, so think of something. Just have a think of something random, like first thing that comes to your mind. What was it? What was the sock one you were about? Eating a sock. You can't use okay. my one. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they must have done. This, it. You know, Starburst. Yeah, I used to eat them in the paper and sometimes. Oh yeah, if you couldn't, if you couldn't peel them off, and you were really hungry. There was, it was, I don't know what it was. To be fair, well, I don't know why I was doing it, but I did it a couple of times on my own. No, I agree with that. Like it yeah, takes a lot of time to unwrap them, and I'm you can smell them. You I'm can still taste like a whole pack. Okay, that's a bit. It's a bit much, isn't it? Excessive. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I think I used to. I used to have the futon under the bunk bed, and I used to sit on there. You had the what? The futon. I don't know, you know when they metal bunk beds? Yeah, with the, with the ladders? Yeah. What's a futon? Futon's like a fold-out chair, I think. That's sure it's not a fruit? Nah. Sounds like a fruit. Futon? <laughs> I'm sure sure it's thing. just someone said a futon and like, you've really tried changed. to push it up, make it French again. Futon. What does everything say in French? Yeah, um, um, what was I saying? I used to play Smackdown versus Raw underneath it on my PlayStation and eat. I remember just eating. I think it might have been because I was playing and I didn't have time to unwrap them. And I in I between. Just throwing them in my mouth. But... That's weird. What are you looking up here, Starburst? Futon. Anyone out there know what futon means? I've never heard that. I've heard poof for like putting your. Futon? Look. Let's have a look. That's a futon. That's a sofa bed. Yeah. That's a sofa bed where I'm from. Um, it's going back to the French thing, isn't it? It's the French thing, it's, yeah. It's, it's just a sofa bed, and it's charging it to Georgia Pound for the bed. So they call it a futon. And a, co- a concierge is like a, a apartment secretary or something. Yeah. Isn't, that's what it is. Yeah. So you're going to Fiji soon. Like we spoke on the other podcast where we talked more about your 
diving and career, how you've traveled around and your future plans. We didn't talk in too much depth about what you're doing with Fiji. And then now you've came here today and you've told me you've only got one week left in the UK. You've not been here long, but how long have you been in England now this Uh, time around? Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. And when, so you're going a week, you're looking forward to Fiji now? I am. I'm just looking forward. It's just it's that limbo time again that I don't like. It's the limbo of when you're coming back home the week before and then when you're going somewhere the week before. You just want to get it done because you yeah. know what's ahead. You know there's a trip ahead. It's all It all looks great, but no one... I mean, this is the thing with all these places. They look brilliant until you're standing in a queue at the airport and yeah. you're like, what's, what are we doing? But do you not get excited in the... Well, I suppose there's some of the queues that nah. become a nightmare. I thought mine went pretty smooth on my last little travel. I yeah. thought a lot of it, there were actually, there were a few things. Like we got called back to the luggage because we left a power bank in the main case. We didn't realise it was like a free one that we got with like an insurance policy. Yeah. So we didn't even know it was in there. We didn't even want to use it. And luckily we found it. We thought we were going to have to repack and everything. So yeah, I get what you mean with that. But surely you must be excited now to just... Yeah, I'm excited to get there. Get I'm there. excited to dive. I want to dive. I haven't dived enough in the last few months. And even at, like, even I haven't worked abroad for a long time. When I was working at the Bear Grylls place, I was still seeing all the fish every day and stuff. And I've been out, like, the job we've talked about before that I've just come back from, I've dived, like, three times. And now being back here, I'm not diving. Just got all my equipment come through today that I've ordered and stuff, and I just can't wait to get in the water now. We discussed on the last episode that we did together. So if anyone's interested in hearing about, I call him Macca, by the way, which also could be confusing. His name's Chris. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll go in depth about that nickname shortly, which isn't an interesting story, funnily enough, (laughs) is it? But um, yeah, on the other episode, we talked about where he's been so far and his time in Tobago a little bit. But how many dives did you do in, in how long? Um, you did three dives in how long was you there? Uh, I was there for three three and a half weeks working um, how many times underwater would you be usually or would you expect day. to be? In Th- when I was in Thailand it was every day unless I wanted a day off and didn't have that many days off really because there was always sorry Jen people off sick yeah um, and I had to cover for them sorry Jen <laughs> But, no, uh, mentioning no names. No, mentioning no names. But, yeah, I dived three times. So I spent a total of about two hours underwater in the four weeks I was there. How many hours were you doing spreadsheets for? A lot. I don't want <laughs> to count. I didn't count. I wasn't, well, probably about half an hour to be honest because I wasn't doing it. And I'm sorry to Jasmine because I was just sitting on YouTube and I was looking for my fins. I can't work in that environment. It's not no. for me. There's well, you didn't get into diving to do spreadsheets, no, and I don't think anyone did. I mean, I'm happy. I know things have got to be organised and stuff, and I do my fair share of that. I'm not stupid, but I can't sit behind a computer all day when I'm meant to be doing other things. Yeah, well, that was a a bit of a nightmare, some elements of that anyway, and that wasn't down to you, just the organisation, which um, I'm not sure if we touched on previously, but yeah. That's you don't expect to go and in, into that kind of role and what's described here to end up 
you're in not paradise, but you're not able yeah. to make the most of it. No, you know. But thankfully, you've gone out your way to, and you you already had interest in you from other jobs, but now yeah. you've um, secured the job in Fiji. Which so Fiji? How close is that to Australia? It's I think Jasmine said a three-hour flight. It, um, so we get a few days off every. Every month we can have up to five days off and we can take them all in one go if you want. So we might go back to Australia a few times while we're there as well. That would be nice. It's quite cool. Yeah, it sounds like a really good job from what I've heard so far. And obviously... We'll have the money to do it as well, which is going to be nice from this one. Yeah. There's a lot of diving jobs there. You're living... You make money, but you make money to eat and drink and that's it really. A lot of the time scuba diving's more for the lifestyle than it is to save money but this time round you should be able to yeah. save a little bit of money yeah. do the trips which will be nice yeah it sounds exciting i think i've heard so much about fiji not just for the diving but just in general and it sounds amazing jasmine said it's the friendliest place she's ever been she's been there before so. she's been a lot of places yeah. around the world yeah just a quick list we did this before so where have you been if you just quickly listed them off now oh, God. Anywhere. Are we going back to the going back to holidays, well, scuba diving, jobs, uh, um, anything you can remember, just reel it up. Been to Cyprus, all the holidays like Cyprus, Portugal, Spain. Uh, had a great time in year eight in France with the boys. With James the boys. And the boys on the Eiffel Tower. Berlin, great time in Berlin. New York, we've always missed what that was. That was all a high school yeah. trip. We we didn't do any of that. We went to like a theme park. I don't know how I got into that. I don't know how they picked because like you got picked. Well, I don't know how you got picked. Oh, actually, we were meant to go to France, and there's going to be a lot of. Um, I, I signed my name down. There's meant to be a load of um, yeah. swimming and skiing, and I was scared because um, I had no armpit hair and. Oh, there's a big. And I was thinking yeah. people are going to know, look, you know, I'm in year nine, I've got no armpit hair. I should have had armpit hair at year nine. I still haven't got much, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, got too much. much. And I swear, I was in the coaching horses the once with Pip, and he was having, he was having like, more or less shouting at me. What? Saying I shaved it. He's like, you shave that. I'm like, I don't, I swear, it's just how it's always grown. I just don't have much. It's, He's like, nah, it's proper getting... It turns on its head because it's an yeah. advantage now, isn't it? I bet you're pretty... Like what your dad likes to be, like streamlining the water. That was my So, okay, New York. New York. Um, all with the school. Brilliant. Got picked in the special group of kids that I think basically the kids that weren't going to be a nightmare. Yeah. And that's why I ended up going because I was quite good in school. Um, so after school, what did we do? Where have I been? Spain, Mallorca most of the time because it was the holiday thing, weren't it? So you go that back was like and a family. to Mallorca. Um, since then, Vietnam was the big one, Seychelles, um, Australia, Thailand, Malaysia, Tobago. But then I always like to, when I'm doing like a list, I can't stop over. So oh, you can't just stop? Yeah, because I'm like, I've been to the country, so I've ticked it off. Where would they be? Kenya. India. Dubai, India. Yeah, I stopped over at Dubai as well. Yeah. We had a nightmare there. Well, you didn't have to na- name drop that much. I mean, I was just thought I'd, uh, yeah, a... I'd broach the subject yeah. and you just started name dropping. Got you have, yeah. It's, uh, it's good stuff, especially when that's your aim is to go and experience all these places. Yeah. 
What's the what's your favourite food out of um, all of these places? You were pretty disappointed with the Caribbean food because yeah, that's something that you love here. But then going and experiencing it in Tobago, it's probably where you were. I though. think it's where I was to be honest. I don't think it's yeah, it's not. Um, it wasn't a great place for food. Um, there wasn't many stands or stalls. Or it's anything probably not a fair food. reflection on the yeah. on the island as a whole. No, but from my experience, like Thai food is. My top five. Oh. Hang on, no one's asking for your top five. Well, He's going to start reeling off. They're invested now. And I've been to Thailand and I want to listen. <laughs> the red curry from Sour Eyes. Yeah, that was Sour Eyes is, is the little was my go-to. She, she restaurant. Didn't even, as I was walking over, she'd say, so, um, she'd say like, red curry, little spice, and then she'd do it. And then How do you say little spice in Thai? My pet. My pet. Yeah. It sounds a bit um, like Newcastle to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! So okay, so come on then. You're, you're listing five places, aren't you? Or you've, I don't you've, know, you've got many. You've got all Maze is... Kitchen, Colanta next to the Irish Bar. Is this another restaurant that you're listing? Here? Yeah. What? Ribs, chicken and ribs. Chicken and ribs. And it's barbecue. It's not a barbecue chicken breast. It's barbecue ribs with, and you get it with jacket potato, and. Um, well, I don't know what else you get. But anyway, salad, that's it, the decoration. And then, um, what else? There's a place in Penang. Okay, this is your last one. We're not going down to Top three. Place in Penang. It's called Line Clear. And it's at the back of... No one's going to go and know where it is. I'm going to say, <laughs> turn up to the traffic light. It's down like a little alleyway and it's been there since the 30s. And there's all pictures of like, the historic Indian food and stuff. I haven't been there. What's it called? Line clear. No, I've been it's there. It's just like a little back street street food. Oh, store. there's some amazing food the places Indian in. Food is just ridiculous. In Penang, you have the fusion of Chinese, Indian, Thai food. Yeah. The lot. It's such a great. I recommend anyone who's travelling Southeast Asia just to stop off for a little bit in Penang. Oh, Not yeah. too long. Three days. Three. Yeah, no more than that, and just have a little look around Little India and. For me, like there's a lot of vegan places there and yeah. vegetarian places, so it's it's a great place to to go. But we found somewhere in um, Thailand in Koh Tao, and I will say the name just in case anyone listens who is from Koh Tao or visiting there, Babalu. And we didn't find about out about this place until at the end. But it's got all these mock meats and stuff. Mm. It's absolutely unreal. And the the people there, it's not just a vegan place. It's like they do all sorts of food, but people that are really friendly like just reminds me really i know it's a generalization but thai people are generally quite friendly aren't they and they really take you in like you've mentioned in the past and that was really like an example of this the guy there was a thai rasta which is something i didn't know existed until just a few years ago um and this rasta guy he would i'd seen him on like five different occasions doing something nice for somebody else and there wasn't anything in it for him he didn't know I was watching. It was just little things like the one time some girls, you know how bad it can get with people on scooters in Thailand? You know, like nearly, you just, you look at them and you think you should not yeah. be on there. The logic goes out the window for people. Yeah, they think because they're abroad they that it's fine. a bit of fun. It's got travel insurance, it's yeah, all right. You have to be, care, you have to make sure that you're ready to get on one of them. And I've yeah. seen people who just shouldn't get on them. Anyway, these two girls were an example of that. He would get on the bike because it was a real steep hill. And to be fair, even I'd been driving there for a bit and it was one of them. I know people who wouldn't go up that hill. 
He drove the one down. He had to walk all the way up this steep hill back to his restaurant. I mean, this guy didn't have to do this. He could just chill and, you know, in his spot in the restaurant and that was it. Could walk back up, then gets on the bike, takes the other one down and walks back up. And then I saw him take, like, had to get this big pickup van out to take someone to a beach where they wanted to go. Then I saw him, like, try and help this um, woman who came off a scooter and she just scraged all up her leg it was disgusting like you could oh. you know when you see all like the the cut and the yeah. sort of friction burns um he helped her but i'd seen like that a lot of times and it's funny actually when you see that sort of stuff um apparently it increases the serotonin in the person in the receiver and the the giver of that situation yeah. that sounds a little bit wrong um whoever's doing the con gesture they, there's an increase in serotonin but if you're the person who's watching it so you're just merely in the same like area as them like it's you get it times two of what they get isn't that weird just by watching someone do a kind gesture to somebody else and not being part yeah. of that actual gesture no. but yeah it just reminded me of that um, but yeah it was amazing over there in Thailand the food the whole experience I'd like to do a podcast a bit more of just talking about how I can work out there and yeah. because I, I do my work with just my laptop and the internet. Yeah. I spent nine months over in Koto, but which I think I've mentioned not ten times in this. So Got maybe I could do a whole episode on it so just then I can it. Yeah. Make it the title as well for the podcast. Make what? Make that the title for the podcast. Yeah, I've been to Koto. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. So I'm thinking let's round this one up. I wanted to talk a bit more about Fiji and travel and stuff, but I think it would be better to get you on after you've been there or whilst you're there anyway. And you yeah, can tell we'll us more. Yeah, figure out some link. Yeah, I can do it. I know how to do it. Yeah. You just need decent internet, which we're not guaranteed, are we? We're not guaranteed that at all. Um, but let's talk a little bit about UFC. We like to like follow UFC, MMA and boxing. Yeah. So I think on our podcast, if we just incorporate that at the end, then we can enjoy that. If anybody's listening who isn't interested in fighting then you can switch off now but first i'm going to give you maca slash chris his details for instagram and all that stuff now because we didn't do that in the last one give people give people your plug like where do you want them to go go to uh p.o box (laughs) p.o box um chris 89 facey is the instagram just follow that's all i'd really do i don't post that much i'm not I don't want that many people following. It's all you, right. You've got a good Instagram though, haven't you? You've got yeah. like um, it's all the good stuff there. All the good stuff. People don't see you yeah. sweating <laughs> in there. Yeah, exactly. People slagging me off. He's lying. I've seen him. I've seen him seen in him Birmingham last week. Yeah, but you have got like actually a very intriguing like Instagram showing yeah. your journeys from places. And you don't post all the time, but uh, when you do, it's like some nice footage I want to put the nice I want to put nice pictures of me diving like it's, it's like a log isn't yeah. it of what you're doing well, that's like. like my one's more travelling and fitness and basically just it's always the stuff you're interested in isn't yeah. it doesn't mean you know people are oh you wouldn't post when you when you're unfit or when you're when you're in England no. well I would but yeah it's not as interesting yeah um, but anyway what's your thoughts on UFC at the minute like what's going on um I enjoy. I've been enjoying it this this year. I've been enjoying the cars that we've had recently. I've been enjoying it. Honestly, I've been enjoying not having McGregor. Around. Sounds like you've been enjoying it so far. Yeah, I know you don't like me repeating words, but 
not having McGregor around for the last however long, it's just been nice for some reason. Because we got the re- it's bad because we loved Conor McGregor. Yeah, and I'm he still, was a, I'm still a fan, but it's not as much about martial arts. It's more about yeah this whole Instagram thing that we're talking. Yeah. You know, like the uh, persona that is created is yeah. now too big. That's yeah, too much money. Just, that's what I think it is, that, yeah. But then who, the, who am I to say? Because if I had that money, I'd yeah. be doing the same thing. Yeah. So, but. It's not saying that it's a, that what he's doing is wrong. It's just getting a little bit boring for people yeah. who class themselves as purists who enjoy the actual sport itself. We, yeah. we like a little bit of the backstage stuff, as we mentioned before, like, the ins and outs and all the the build up, but for me, there's a bit of a limit to it. And he tries to make himself relevant all the time. If if there's a big fight, he's very clever. He's very clever at marketing yeah. himself, and that's how he's. And you can see it, but it's a little bit more transparent. It's not as clever now, but he gets his name into the conversation. All so the time. yeah, whether that's mainstream. Even the, Henry fight, the one where Henry Cejudo just won, he tweeted saying congratulations, and that was the main. Yeah. Like that one tweets all over like all the MMA Instagram posts and stuff and and there's me complaining because I'm thinking it's so obvious but you know what I when something big happens now I do think oh, I wonder what McGregor said about that yeah I don't mean to think that I it's like I, I kid myself that I'm not yeah. bothered but I think it is there at the back of my head it's okay what did Conor McGregor say about that yeah. like, especially if it's someone like Nate Diaz somebody who is for yeah but this is where it's going to get interesting now we've got the real Fighters who deserve to be fighting for the bouts, like Dustin Poirier, he Tony deserves Ferguson. that shot. Tony Ferguson won, which I was, I was pretty happy for him. Yeah. Who did he fight last? That's Cable. Uh, Donald Cerrone. Yeah. Yeah. So. Stopped in the second round for his um, his odd look because they blew his nose. Yeah, because the pressure beyond his nose once yeah. he once he blew it, it, it just made his eyes swell up. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I think. For me, I didn't feel like Donald Cerrone deserved to jump up those ranks as quick as he did, but I suppose he's Normally, done all the background was, work yeah. in the past. I think everyone was getting a bit high on him. I think this happens constantly with him. Like, and obviously he's a great fighter, but... It happens with everyone. When I he mean, went to Alton, like Joe Rogan was calling him a wizard. Next thing you know, Darren Till beats him in a round. Edwards beat him, someone else beat him. Then he comes back to lightweight, and all of a sudden he's back to being this... Sort of unstoppable force. I think he's he's liked by that many, f- like enough fans, and he's liked by people in the organisation that they wanted yeah. to keep him alive, and they can still make him relevant. And it just shows you how big marketing is in the yeah. sport. I mean, he's not the best at self promotion, Donald Cerrone, but a lot of it does its talking for it for itself because the people do like him. Yeah, he's a he's a fighter's fighter, isn't he? Yeah. It's just it's interesting as well the other stuff that he does outside of the ring and stuff and he's um he sort of creates his own following just being sort of a genuine kind of guy, doesn't it? Yeah, he's very different to what we're used to yeah. seeing anyway. Yeah. And that's why like being a um a self proclaimed cowboy. Is he a cowboy? I don't know. Like what is very strange. How do you become one? God knows. He's got the hat. Can you pronounce it? I can't pronounce it very well. What? Because I'm a Brummie accent, I say cowboy, it sounds weird. Cowboy? Yeah. So okay. how, do, how do you become one? Just wear the hat and that's it? Or you have to work for one. Um, <laughs> I don't know, really. But, yeah, in other news with all that stuff, Tyrone Woodley, what's going on with that guy? Tyrone Woodley. He was meant to fight Lawler, wasn't he? And now he's not fighting anyone. Yeah. Is it him who got injured or Lawler got injured? 
It was Woodley that got was injured. It? it wasn't his shoulder again, though, was it? Was it his God hand knows. this time? God knows what it was. But these divisions now are really lighting up because we've got Dustin Poirier, Habib in in the lightweight division. And obviously that's Conor McGregor's weight as well. So if yeah. he does decide to come back, there's some very interesting matchups. Yeah. Then we've got welterweight where Nate Diaz is saying that's where he's going to fight. Anthony Pettis has already beat Stephen Thompson. Now that's a matchup, Pettis and Diaz. Diaz is, I don't know if he will get too much for him or Pettis is one of these people who will hang back and then, I don't know, you never know when he's out of a fight really. It's not that he's got one punch power necessarily, even though what we saw last time where he did. Mm. But he's got something about him where he can just, he can change the fight within a, within a flurry or two and then take control and you never know. How that fight will go. I think he will ever get some like a little bit of a confidence streak as well, maybe because he had a bit of a losing streak, didn't he, when he yeah. went down to featherweight and then came back up and then. I think he'll beat Nate Diaz. I I think he might, but I don't want him to. I want Nate Diaz to win because I'm a big fan. Diaz should have. He should have took a fight before this, and now. Yeah. He's waited so long, and it's, not it's worth a, as much. Is no, it? it's not. Three years, neither. It's a great matchup. It's two real fighters, and this is what I love about Nate Diaz. He recognizes that he's. Going up against like a, a talented martial artist, and then that's all he cares about. He doesn't care about the whether you can market it, mm. and that's what I love about him. But it might be his undoing because if he ends up losing to Pettis now, it's just gonna Pettis it will ruin his yeah it will ruin his stock a little bit. And then do we get to see the Conor McGregor Nate Diaz fight? I tell you what, I bet McGregor will start calling Diaz out if he loses. And that won't look good for McGregor either because... Yeah, I know. I think, I don't know. I, I don't think... know what to say about both. About that fight as well, like Diaz-McGregor 3. Is it going to be worth as much? I don't think so. They both... Diaz loses and McGregor comes back and gets beat by Khabib again. Yeah. I don't think he's beating Khabib, I just don't. No, I think they can fight 10 times and McGregor will be lucky if he wins yeah, one. I don't think he's beating him. I don't think... I don't some styles make fights. I don't think... It doesn't mean that McGregor's a bad fighter. It doesn't mean he's lost it. Although I do feel like he's somebody who works well off momentum. Yeah. So he should be. He needs to be active, and he hasn't been. I think that affects him. But he's still the fighter he was. Yeah. And it's easy to say he's not, and that he got mauled by Habib. But he did some good things in that fight. But he was a little bit too defensive. So yeah. he's recognised that. We'll Apparently see if he comes foot. up. Like he had a yeah, yeah, you come out saying he broke his foot, which is annoying when yeah. you hear it, these excuses. But yeah. it's, knowing him, it's probably true. I don't think he'd say it if it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot going on in UFC as always. But just before we finish, we've got to mention boxing because I was about to say I prefer boxing. I do. But UFC, there's always better matchups. Like, Boxing just takes, it takes forever. Yeah. And, and then you get one more. good fight and it's like, okay. With, yeah. with MMA, there's always good fights. Yeah. And I'd say I'm more of a fan of UFC now, just because of that reason. Yeah. Not the the sport itself and the rule set. I prefer boxing, I prefer the stand-up. But Anthony Joshua, he lost. What was your thoughts on that? I don't know. I had the thoughts that most people had, I'm sure. I was, look, after seeing the anti-world and knock... Um, is it Brazil? Brazil. Knocked it yeah. out in whatever. Two rounds. Yeah. I was expecting to see Joshua sort of try and do that. And I, I didn't have any knowledge or yeah. anything of Andy Ruiz either. So 
I only looked into him just before that fight. Yeah. Tell the people what I said before the you fight. You did say like a mid to late stoppage if you were going to put a bet on. Yeah, I said... So I said if... I believed Anthony Joshua would win. I said if it, if this goes past the two rounds, then Joshua's going to start to struggle. If he doesn't get him out there really quick and he starts a little bit too slow, I said yeah. Ruiz would then be a handful for him and I don't know what will happen. Yeah. Um, if I had to, you know, if someone said, right, we'll give you a million pounds if you get the result right, I would never go against Anthony Joshua in that fight. Nah. But I definitely recognised and saw prior to it that there's a people are underestimating this Ruiz. He's a legit fighter and they're yeah. still underestimating him. Everyone's making these jokes about weight. People who fight or who know fighting, whatever level, um, people who've been boxing and all the rest of it, they know that bodies, yeah, for me, you should be an athlete. At that level, you should be an athlete. Heavyweight's a little bit different. But even still at the lower weights, like body type doesn't mean everything. And if you're think if you classing fighters good and bad through their physique, then you're going really wrong. Yeah. In the lighter weights, so in the heavyweight, like you can get away with a belly and stuff. Um, in the lighter weights, you can have rangy, real skinny guys who can really punch hard because of the leverage they get on their... Yeah on their shots and you, that's why you can't judge people um you can't judge a book by its cover you yeah. don't know and we, we got shown that and i thought that was i've been wanting the bubble to burst a little bit it's a bit of a hater thing because i actually like anti joshua but it was more the casual fans and the stuff they were was, saying yeah for me that's what it is the facebook lad bible people yeah everyone jumps on the on the old bandwagon yeah. which we've talked about all this podcast now we don't like it but it was it was a little bit too early and it wasn't justified to to start building up Anthony Joshua that quick. And you can't moan at Eddie Hearn. You can't moan at Joshua. You've got to just blame the fans, really, for that sort of hype train building up. Yeah. Because he hadn't fought anyone. And he's still a really good fighter. Like, in that division, they can all... Everyone can lose. I think if anyone's likely to stay unbeaten, it's uh, Fury because he's... Movement is absolutely unreal at that size. Yeah. His head movement, his how he judges the angles, his how he faints like uh, shots. It's, did you see his last fight? See when he's on the ropes and off. Yeah, just, yeah. Like the rope dope just moved yeah. like his head. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting. It's mad that we can now talk about the heavyweight division. And if you'd said it a couple of years ago, I'd say I'm not interested. Joshua's fighting nobody's. Fury's up and down. You don't know what's going on. And I said Wilder's shit. I didn't think he was any good. He just can hit, but. There's, he's definitely there's something with him he's yeah. got enough boxing um, ability not great but the fact that he can hit so hard and he's not even a big guy like you know in comparison to the other people in the heavyweights I want to see those three that's the three that I want to see but you know what so just quickly before we finish everyone's been moaning that Joshua hasn't fought anybody but if you go and compare all their CVs or resumes, whatever people want to call it. If you want to compare their basically their record, Joshua's isn't bad. Yeah. Like for the people he's for and where the ranks, he can't help that outside of those top four, top five, there isn't anybody. Yeah. He can't help that. If you compare him to Fury, apart from the fact that Fury and Wilder have faced each other, his record like is probably better than theirs. Yeah. Apart from like what's just happened with Ruiz. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's. And then everyone's moaning about Fury and Wilder not rematching. 
we just saw like one of the best heavyweight fights we've probably ever seen, mm. especially of our generation. And Fury, they didn't hardly sell any pay-per-views. So now what they're saying is they need to build it up before they can go again. Hopefully yeah. the first one helps them. But that just shows you there's nothing they can do about that. What do you think is the biggest fight out of those three? Joshua, Fury and Wilder. Joshua and Wilder. Yeah. I think those two. Um, Wilder brings the Americans and Joshua brings the UK guys. The Fury's got a very good following in both. So he brings a lot as well. But mm. I just don't think it's as marketable. Is it's it getting about, there. What about Joshua Fury in Wembley or something? That works, yeah. I think um, all of those three guys yeah. now like sell out and... Um, I really like Fury, so I hope he beats both so of them. I, yeah. he's, I, I really didn't like him when I first saw him, but he's Channel just five a days, I didn't like him. street fighter, weird guy. Yeah. Now I really like him. He's uh, he thinks in a very odd way, but I like it. He's uh, very real and he's skillful for his size. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, anything you want to add? Uh. No, not really. Double decker ice cream is in the freezer. Let me see go. There you go then. Um, that's not a sponsor. And thanks for everyone who's listened. Um, I think that's all there is to say. It's just a casual one. Let us know if you like it. And yeah, by the time you're listening to this, Maka will be in Fiji. So check out his Instagram and stuff. I'm sure he'll be posting again now he's yeah. out there. There'll be sharks. There'll be all sorts of stuff. Right. Peace out. See you on the next one.